You're listening to The Weekly from The Daily Northwestern. I'm Sam Bernitz. This is week three of the quarter and episode two of The Weekly. We're nearing mid-April, winter is ending, and classes are in full swing. Today, the theme for our podcast is sex. For the past ten years, college feminists have hosted Sex Week. Throughout the week, there were sex-related talks and activities on campus. We sat down with co-director Juan Kwok to learn more. Um, I'm Juan Kwok, and I'm the uh, co-director of Northwestern Sex Week. I joined the Sex Week committee my sophomore year, and then my junior year I directed it, and this year I directed it again. I had very poor sex education growing up, and so I really saw a need for there to be events discussing the topic. As director, I like recruit maybe 10 to 15 people to be on the sex week committee, and then we brainstorm ideas. So really, I just let their ideas permeate. How did Northwestern Sex Week start, and why is it important? Our sex week is now 10 years old, and it grew out of this idea that we needed like some sort of week that really discusses sex education, interesting sex topics, and at the same time like give students like lots of free cool sex related items. And I think Northwestern just really needs that space sometimes to discuss sex in a fun manner and sometimes an educational manner and also just like a way for students to discuss sex and learn about things that maybe won't come in a classroom setting. Is Northwestern Sex Week aimed at a particular group of people? I mean, I think everyone benefits from Sex Week, but I do think a lot of the male population at Northwestern would benefit more from Sex Week. We try every year to attract them. We try really hard, and this year, like, we got a bunch of cool, like, male sex toys, and we, like, gave them out. But it's still really hard to get just men in general to come to our events. How has Sex Week changed over the last couple of years? Every year you do see like variations in tone. So the year I joined, there was a lot about sexuality. There was an asexuality and BDSM event. There was a lot of events about feminism and catcalling. So that, that year was very much like sexuality and feminism. And then last year, a lot of our events were about sex work, women in sex work, women in uh, the porn industry, BDSM porn industry, and what goes on behind that. And then this year... Um, we sort of um, tried to bring something new. So um, our last event for Sex Week is a stand-up comedy show. So um, that's something we've never done. So it's a little different every year. Could you explain what the Jack the Stripper event will be like? Jack the Stripper was suggested by someone on the committee. She's a stripper, and she's really candid and open about it, which is um, different because a lot of people in sex work, and especially stripping, Those are very stigmatized jobs. They don't necessarily want to talk openly about it, and Jack the Stripper does that openly. And She makes funny comics, and she's an illustrator and also a stand-up comedian. So we thought she would be a good fit for Northwestern. If you happen to be listening to The Weekly on Friday, April 14th, make sure to check out the Jack the Stripper stand-up comedy show tonight at 7 in Harris, Room 107. Sex Week's events were meant to inform students and get them talking about sex. Our very own Maddie Gerard went to Sexercise to check it out. That's Caitlin Capriotti, a sophomore at Northwestern who's teaching Sexercise, an exercise class for Sex Week. As a board member for Sex Week, she could either help with PR or do an event. 
and she chose to plan a workout class. Fitness is just something I'm, I'm really into, and so when I joined Sex Week, I was like, all right, let's use the talents that I have to contribute to Sex Week. As a fitness instructor, Caitlin has been teaching classes at SPAC for about a year, so she knows exactly what it takes to make a good workout. She wanted this exercise to focus on body positivity. Half of it is going to be strength, and the other half is going to be flexibility. Um, the goal is not to like burn calories so you like look better when you like have sex. It's more of a like upping performance and stamina because sex often involves a lot of small muscles that we don't use every day. Before the workouts began, however, Caitlin started with a giveaway. She held in one hand a woman's vibrator, and in the other hand, a couple's vibrator. Anybody know how many calories the average man burns in 25 minutes of sex? 100. 100, 100 exactly. Most of the guys were surprised at how low that number was. Caitlin started to walk the class through the exercises that they would be doing. I want your feet just wider than shoulder-width apart, um, facing outward, and then when you go down, it's important to keep your body as um, vertical as possible, you don't want to be all hunched over. Basically, we just want to make the campus like a safer place to have sex and a more open place to explore your sexuality. That's all we have for this week. Thanks to Tiffany Jung and Maddie Gerard for reporting. The music was by Poddington Bear. And if you're curious just how many times I said sex in this podcast, it's nine. Well, I guess that makes it 10. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend.